Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. Sticky notes, email alerts, a string around your finger. They're just not big enough. So here's a big reminder from the California Lottery. Tonight's Mega Millions jackpot is over $175 million. Whew. Play now. Please play responsibly. Must be 18 years or older to purchase player client. The final keyword is coming up at around 520. We do it on KFI every weekday beginning with the 9 a.m. hour at about 920 all the way through 520. So the last word of the day is coming up in about 15 minutes. All you have to do is enter it on the website, kfiam640.com. We're bringing the L.A. County Sheriff Alex Villanueva back on the show for a couple of reasons, most of which is the fact that, and this is not made up, the city of West Hollywood recently voted to replace a portion of its police patrol, the L.A. County Sheriff's deputies, with what they call security ambassadors. <laughs> These are people who walk around, I don't know, in shirts and vests, who knows, <laughs> and they have a walkie-talkie or something to report that uh, there's a crime going on. It's bizarre. But anyway, it's like their, their way of saying we're defunding the police. You see what we're doing? Yeah. It's called the Block by Block Program, and we're not making this up. But the guy who is put in charge of it. The operations manager is his title. Shea Gibson, once charged with murder and armed robbery and eventually convicted of voluntary manslaughter, he killed a guy. He killed the guy, and the mayor... Lindsay Horvath at the time actually had him appointed to be uh, the operations manager of the block by block program. He did uh, serve eight years in prison in Georgia on the manslaughter charge. Um, it's hard to believe um, that. And by the way, Lindsay Horvath is now running for um, uh, L.A. County Board of Supervisor, yeah. the Board of Supervisors, uh, uh, replacing Sheila Kuehl in a district that includes the, the west side of L.A. 
So uh, running against no bail Bob Hertzberg, who's another blowhard buffoon. And they, this uh, report comes from WeHoville, and they got an email, and it shows that the board certainly knew his record before voting to uh, uh, appoint him in charge of this program. Well, let's, prior knowledge of his previous criminal record. Let's get Sheriff uh, Villanueva on the line. How are you guys doing? We're good. How are you doing? Well, every day is a new surprise. Did you just find <laughs> out about this? I just found out about this uh, late last week, and I thought, wait a minute. How come this wasn't part of the public discussion when this matter was being debated with the city council? The committee sure would have liked to have known this information before they tendered a vote. So how did this work? Your sheriff's deputies were providing police coverage for West Hollywood, and and then they had a vote to have the ambassadors replace your deputies to some extent? Describe the details. Well, the West Hollywood has a contract for 69 sworn off deputies, 69. But because of the hiring freeze imposed by the county, that number had dropped to 56. So 13 were already missing. And then the city of West Hollywood and their infinite wisdom decided, well, that's still too much. Let's drop it down to 52 and we'll replace them with these block-by-block ambassadors who apparently now are run by this man who's a, a convicted uh, murderer. Yeah. So this is a quite an interesting turn of events here. Uh, <laughs> I mean, if they wanted to hire him, this just seems like the worst possible job. <laughs> well, uh, to be in charge much. of people who are supposed to be looking out for crime. Yeah. So, so his background uh, was not debated at the city council meeting when they decided to replace some of the sheriff's deputies with these ambassadors. Not at all. And apparently, according to those internal uh, emails and, and letters, they've known about this since September of 21. So this is not new to the people pushing for the ambassador program. So they knew it and they covered and it what? up. I mean, because I, I mean, if you do yeah. a simple background check, you're going to find uh, you're going to find out pretty quickly that he killed a guy. Yes. Yeah, so why would we allow someone? I mean, deputies. I have no one that's with that background. Obviously, would not could not be a sworn peace officer in the state of California. Yet somehow, this is an acceptable substitute for the city of West Hollywood. Uh, and and so what do these block-by-block block ambassadors do? Do they show up when there's trouble? Or, or I, I, don't, I don't understand what, these, what the role for these people are. Well, they can't take any police action. All they can do is report something is happening. And I guess the theory of the West Hollywood crowd thinks that, well, they're, they're visible. So since they're visible, people feel more comfortable. But I think People feel comfortable when they see uh, sworn peace officers doing their job. Um, was this coming from the public, do you know? Was there some kind of uh, uh, revolt against having sheriff's deputies around? Or is this just uh, these idiot woke council people with the new wacky idea of the week? This was Lindsay Horvath's uh, appointee to the Public Safety Advisory Council. And that was uh, the daughter of the L.A. Times who does not like cops at all. He decided <laughs> that he knew more than everybody. Sun Xiang, uh, the, the, so, the Sun daughter? This was this was her idea? Yes. <laughs> Apparently, she's been pushing this idea, and she got a crop of like-minded individuals who are not living in West Hollywood to bum-rush the cops. 
people and flood the public comments. But the residents <laughs> and the business owners were very upset about this because they want to keep the program the deputies. Well, who, who did the original recommendation that this is the guy who ought to be hired? Shea Gibson. Like, Shea Gibson is the best candidate here. Was it the Sun Xiang daughter? Was it Lindsay Horvath? Somebody else? Like, like do you know? Like where this came from? I think it came. I think it came from the committee, and then it was pushed up to the city council to vote on. This is one of their uh, genius ideas. So uh, and they ran with it. So, so a, a convicted killer is less dangerous than having sheriff's deputies patrolling the streets. Apparently, in in their world, yes. <laughs> it says here that according to his LinkedIn, this guy's actually been with the Block by Block program since 2013. This Gibson guy. So this is more or less a promotion to become the uh, the head of the program, I suppose. Operations uh-huh. manager. Now, um, wh- who are these ambassadors? Where do they get them from? Do you know? Well, that you know, I'd say good luck with that because they're you know they're going to be paid a, a pittance in terms of a, a salary. They probably won't be able to afford to even live in West Hollywood, and. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a mystery where they come from. Just look at Santa Monica and their ambassador program that worked really well for the city oh, yeah. of Santa Monica and the promenade. Okay, right. Yeah, the yeah, promenade. Yeah, I know. It's it's free yeah. of all problems. No, right? yeah, it's it, no, it's 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 a hellhole now. No, they, they, this ambassador yeah, thing down. is just classic progressive garbage. It's some pretty little trendy woke term. Uh, and and it's always used to defund police. And people go, oh, that sounds nice. We're going to have ambassadors walking around peacefully trying to persuade people to behave. Uh, uh, on another note, Sheriff, uh, tomorrow, I guess you're on the agenda for the Board of Supervisors. They're going to discuss that motion to allow them to remove you from office. Apparently having an election or a recall election or a civil grand jury or the attorney general wasn't good enough for the board. So they want to have a fifth option so they can trump the will of voters. Are you going to to attend in some manner and challenge them on this or just to let this craziness continue? We uh, wrote a letter that was delivered about an hour ago to the board expressing our uh, opposition to this harebrained scheme. And uh, they always have a, a solution in search of a problem. And this is one. <laughs> All right, Sheriff. Well, thank you for coming on with us. You got it. All right, Sheriff Alex Villanueva. And again, if you haven't heard, you people who live in West Hollywood, rather than have uh, the full complement of sheriff's deputies, uh, the idiot mayor that they had, Lindsey Horvath, uh, hired Shea Gibson to run the block-by-block program, which is one of those stupid ambassador ideas. Instead of having police show up, you have an ambassador to talk sweetly. Uh, He he not only uh, killed a guy, he was also convicted of armed robbery. And he spent eight years in prison in Georgia. Um, And that guy is now the operations manager of block-by-block. He's like the head ambassador here, huh? Murder and armed robbery. Wow. Oh, this is interesting, too. Apparently, WeHoVille reported in March that there's a lawsuit uh, against Block by Block. A number of employees claim they were not paid the proper uh, overtime wages, Mm -hmm. deprived of rest and meal periods, and got inaccurate wage statements. (laughs) So the actual Block by Block workers are suing already over. (laughs) 
You know, the thing is, like I said, Lindsay Horvath is running for uh, Los Angeles County Supervisor. She's a complete fool, a complete and utter fool. Who hires a convicted killer? Who does that? Hey, you're in charge. You have you're in charge of keeping the peace with the ambassador program. All right. When we return, we'll uh, play the news story about a former Olympic volleyball player who says she was attacked by a vagrant in downtown Los Angeles, and uh, this is pretty nasty. Coming up next, John and Ken KFI. I hear a phone dialing. You hear that? Uh, I, I hear do not. it. I do. Yeah, I do too. Uh, Through the board or oh, outside no, of the room? It's my cell phone. Look at that. I was calling a bagel shop. <laughs> oh, Nino. How do you do that with a phone that's locked? How do you? Uh, well, it's not locked. Don't you have to put in your passcode? Oh, you, haven't, you don't have a passcode? I only, do, I only do that once a day. It's too annoying. You do what once a day? I, I oh, First thing in the morning, I hit the passcode. And for the rest of the day, I don't have to do that. Well, good luck if you lose your phone. It's, it's I don't care. Welcome in. I don't care anymore. They'll be charging stuff. You could hack me. You could charge me. I don't care anymore. (laughs) Why don't you just go kill yourself? Sick of usernames and passwords. You're coming every day now. I hate this. I I hate that. I give up. I'm tired. Nobody cares. I don't care. I'm tired of the nonsense. I don't have to put up with all the nonsense. It's nonsense. But you do. You're still here. You're chugging along. Not putting up with passcodes. That that difficult to... it's not that it's not necessary. I stick in four numbers. Takes four seconds. It's know. not necessary. There's no risk. What am I got? What I got to You're lose? You're like the laziest bastard what I've am, ever encountered. You really you are. You just whatever, whatever, whatever the world. You just does. lie around. You just go along. Don't talk oh. to me. Don't bother me. That's. I don't want it. That's right. Get an exit bag and just do us a favor. Would huh? you buy me one for Christmas? I. I'll do it sooner. <laughs> How about for uh, you missed what's my the birthday. next holiday? Labor Day or <laughs> buy me one for Labor Day? Sure, <laughs> Labor Day exit bag. <laughs> uh, here's a story we're going to play from Channel Seven News. Uh, who is it? Maria Cota. Uh, what's his name? Cota Robles. Anyway, this is about uh, the Olympic athlete. It's Mark. Mark Cota Robles, who uh, posted that she was uh, attacked by a vagrant in downtown LA. Here we go. This former Olympic athlete attacked over the weekend here in downtown Los Angeles. She says, uh, Kim Glass is her name, saying that it was a homeless man who threw a metal pipe that then hit her in the face. The former Olympic star, the athlete, posting the video on social media. You can see her eye practically swollen shut after the attack caused some small fractures. Also, a pretty bad cut on her nose. Glass said that she was leaving a restaurant after having lunch on Saturday when she was attacked, apparently randomly. But despite those injuries, she says that she's okay and is thanking the strangers who came to her aid, not leaving her side, holding pressure to her head until paramedics arrived. Other people holding down the man who attacked her until police got there. She said that it could have been so much worse. Guys, just be safe out there because you keep your head in the swivel off your phones. I mean, mine wasn't, but still I wasn't ready for it and um, there's a lot of mentally ill people on these streets right now and the cops came 
um, ambulance came. You know, right now it looks like my vision will be okay, and um, I got really great stitching from the doctor. I have just amazing friends and family around me and supporting me, and that's been the best part. Now back out live again. That is uh, Kim Glass. She won a silver medal at the 2008 Beijing Olympics on Team USA the women's volleyball team. Uh, she's also done a lot of modeling in her career. Once appearing in Sports Illustrated's swimsuit issue. Uh, Leslie, we send it back to you again. She's going to be all right. Very thankful that it was not worse. She's Said that she has been overwhelmed by all of the loving, supportive messages that she has received. You know, this reminds me of the mass shootings because it becomes let's just uh, give out all of our sympathy and love to the person. <laughs> and, you know, no, I, I feel bad for her, but she says, got to keep your head in a swivel. We should not have to no, live like that. No, that's why they, we everyone... have so many mentally ill people, and some of them are violent. We keep up in the chances that this is happening. They arrested 51-year-old, 51-year-old Simeon Tesfamarium. And by the way, the story that appeared today in ESPN does not mention he's a vagrant. Most, they, most they, reports... They are now... Uh, some news organizations are cutting that description out from their reports. Because they believe it demonizes the homeless. Right, and it should. It, it should be there to demonize the homeless. So because if we see every day that these assaults are from homeless people, then hopefully people will vote differently and demand different laws and the enforcement of current laws. So this is information we need to have. But all these woke a-holes that run the media outlets are, are, are erasing all the personal information to describe they, the suspect accurately. They just described it in ESPN that, uh, oh, she left a lunch and just she saw some man out of the corner of her eye running up with an object in his hand. And then he looked with me with hateful right. eyes and he hit me. Right. It was probably. And that's it. They restrained the man. They identified him. But they didn't say he's a right. vagrant. Yeah. Was he a local accountant? <laughs> uh, perhaps he was a Who's lawyer. Just having a bad day and decided to slug somebody with a metal rod? Maybe, uh, maybe he bakes cookies for a living. Yeah. Because that's what mentally balanced people do who have jobs and families and are normal. They run around with metal rods whacking people in the face. Yeah, I mean, she said in the video that you heard part of there that there's a lot of mentally ill people on these streets right now. That's about as far as, you know, the opinion goes. Do something. Get them removed. It's hard to believe what's going on in the streets and people are getting viciously attacked. Well, I mean, we did stories in the last few years. Remember a guy that got pushed in front of a bus? Uh uh, it is a good moment to remind people we did this story uh, earlier in the show, and you may want to search through the podcast later and look for it. Uh, it was in the LA Times today that uh, back in 2004, we passed a mental health tax. We taxed millionaires. Prop 63. Money. Prop 63. Everybody said, yeah, F the rich people. Tax the millionaires extra 1%. And they've raised $29 billion. And there are far more mentally ill people on the streets than when we passed the tax. And one of the co-authors said, oh, in five years, we'll have all the mentally ill people taken care of in the right. state. But then he Thanks. died. And he left behind this huge mess. And everybody was wrong. Stupid L.A. Times writers who promoted it at the time. Daryl Steinberg, mayor of Sacramento now, he promoted it politically at the time. This was supposed to be the cure to all the public mental illness. We gave him the $29 billion. We bent over the rich people and spanked them, took their money. And what do we got now? We got a huge mental health industrial complex where everybody working in the industry is making big salaries. But very few people are getting helped. I also read... Uh, uh, in Atlantic Magazine, there was a book review uh, about um, uh, psychiatry over the last 20 years 
about how successful treating mental illness has been. And the, uh, the book is called Desperate Remedies. And I'm just reading a review of the book. And the headline is, Can You Cure Mental Illness? Two Centuries of Trying Says No. <laughs> that, that, this, this researcher looked at 200 years of trying to cure the mentally ill, and uh, so far, nothing. So beware all the programs, all the claims, all the experts, you know, all the new taxes and the government programs. You have to forcibly lock people up and keep force them off the streets. They don't you have do, any uh, cures. They don't have anything to help these people. I don't know how long it's going to take before enough people realize that you do have to have enforcement. Mm. You are going to have to change conservatorship laws. In other words, to clean up this problem, you can't just say, well, you know, they have rights. So they can live on the streets no. and chase after people with metal rods. No. Let's, we got to go back to the old way. They have no rights. You have no right to do this. You have no right to whack somebody in the face with a metal rod. You are going into a uh, mental institution, and you're being locked up. Bye. See ya. You know what? It'd be interesting to see the prosecution of this guy, because it's L.A. County George Gascon's uh, case. It will be eventually. Yeah. He'll be back on the streets in like a week. Yeah, he will. Already out on bail? What do you think? Maybe. Maybe. Huh? Uh, Thanks to uh, no bail Bob Hertzberg. We pretty much have no bail. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI. All right, just a quick update. The L.A. County Registrar did put out a report over the weekend or maybe late Friday that the number of signatures that were turned in by the Recall George Gascon organization was exactly 715,833. Now, the organizers put out a press release last week that they turned in 717,000 or thereabouts. So it looks like we're already starting short of some signatures in the effort to recall George Gascon. Remember that they need about 568,000 to be considered valid, which if you do the math, that gives them, if that's the actual number that the registrar is going with, 715,833. They got almost exactly a 20% failure rate margin here which is decent. Hopefully it'll cut it. So we'll find out in about a month or so the results of the registrar going through the signatures to see. They are going to use a sampling method, which the recall people didn't like. But um, I think I had seen with that that if, they, if it fails, they actually will go through all the signatures that maybe only works for the good. In other words, if the sampling method works, that could be good enough to sign off yeah. on the recall but if it fails they go through all the signatures i think that's what i saw so yeah i, I think that's the way it works yeah so i just want them to be watched they're not to be trusted probably not uh the el segundo times did a story on something we talked about a couple of weekends ago weeks ago in fact john you weren't here when i threw paul Coretz into the dumpster and that was quite a lift for the mob that oh chin God. bag alone Oh, my God. There must have been a lot of, uh, like, hernias. and uh, There was uh, a... Well, I brought in, like, 100 mob members. Strained groins and... But 10 of them had to lift the chin <laughs> alone. He Correct. is the... He's, so, El... he's despicable, that guy. He's really despicable. He's the L.A. City Councilman. He's actually leaving. But before he goes, he wants the city of Los Angeles to become the largest in America to ban new gas stations. That's what his uh, idea uh, is. I. It is... It is impossibly stupid it's also virtue signaling 
because they only open like one or two or three gas stations in LA every year. Yeah, but as the, as gas stations will close in the future, well, then they're going to have that to. Does re- happen? There'll be no replacement. They're going to have to reverse it because electric cars are not practical at the moment. So this, this all this stuff. What, what are you going to end up? Gas is going to be more expensive. You're going to get longer lines. They're going to keep trying to force people out of their cars. You're going to have rioting in the streets eventually. There is a breaking point. It's a dumb. You dumb, said that about the homeless. I don't idea. see rioting in the streets. People here are lemmings. They don't do anything. You don't think they there's any point this. where they'll, they'll say enough? There should be rioting in the streets over these gas prices. Six, seven dollars. Yeah. Nothing. Lemmings. Yeah. People are just so trained to take it. <laughs> yeah, remember France when the, when the uh, I think, gas prices went up? That's when they started having riots. I think the, 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 the president had in, in implemented some kind of gas tax. That yes. was the Yellow Vest uh, revolt. That they had did they undo it? I think he did undo he part did. of it. He did undo it no. because I, it was not too long after uh, we had Newsom's uh, stupid gas tax. So, you know, if there was a little uh, little demonstration in the streets, sometimes that has an effect. But, but, but I mean, as a policy, it's, it's ridiculously stupid because the electric cars are way, way too expensive for uh, most people. Uh, in, in fact, I saw a tweet the other day by a black uh, uh, congressman who was uh, a Democrat who was criticizing Biden. Biden had done some preachy thing on electric cars. And he goes, there's nobody in my district that can afford an electric car. What the hell are you talking about? Not, not, not only that, we don't have – they can't manufacture these things very quickly. Even Elon Musk says his factories are, are have a long way to go before they could produce cars at a much – a greater volume. You don't have the minerals. There's there's a huge shortage of lithium, which you have to have for the batteries. Not to mention all these other rare earth materials, which oh, which which China has like at eighty percent of the market right now. Uh, it's 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 way too expensive. The range stinks. Everybody always says, "Well, what about Tesla?" Tesla's the only one that works right. The only one that's practical. All the other ones aren't practical. And Tesla yeah. costs a fortune. I saw another story today where that's the biggest obstacle for people in buying electric is that they don't like the charging thing. There's no charging stations, right? And it takes too long. And it takes too long? Only we, Tesla has wait, the supercharger, I mean, which can reduce it to like 30 or 40 minutes. Okay. No charging station takes too long. Uh, we don't have the electrical grid to support this. We don't have the factories that can make it. We don't have the minerals available to, to create the batteries. That's way too expensive. That's six deal-breaking reasons right from the start there. Any one of those six. They think in 13 years it'll all be solved? No, it won't. It doesn't matter what they think. There's always people running around and lying. I mean, there's no bigger hype machine than the tech hype machine, right? Which is how you get stocks going through the stratosphere and then collapsing. That's happened twice in front of our eyes in 20 years. These huge tech bubbles, and then everything goes poof. And people lose, you know, forty percent of their uh, nest egg. It is, it, 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 it's a, as as great as a lot of technology is. There's a tremendous amount of hype and a tremendous amount of scam that goes on. And well, this electric you, car thing is so much ridiculous hype. If you live in the west, the west side, the west side, Silver Lake, Los Feliz, Echo Park, and North Westwood, they all submitted their neighborhood councils support for the motion. To eliminate the new gas stations. Good. Well, when they run out of gas, 
uh, I don't want to see them oh, in my West side Hollywood's of town. Hollywood's considering doing the well, same course, thing. Of course they are. Because, you know, you, these people are idiots. Just absolute idiots. And then uh, what's, what's going to happen? Let, let's say this really goes into effect, and then there's no replacements, right? You are not going to get electric car charging stations replacing it anytime soon. You're not going to get millions of electric cars being being manufactured anytime soon. You are not going to find new sources of lithium anytime soon, all right? And good luck wrestling the rare earth minerals from the Chinese. So, so when this happens and you have no gas stations in your neighborhood, you're going to come in my neighborhood and clog up the lines? Well, we'll push your car out of line into the street. I mean, I just can't believe how stupid and trendy people are. Everybody virtue signaling. I know, I know. No more gas stations in my town. Look at me. I'm environmentally conscious. I'm green. What are you, a polluter? No, I have a car that runs. Yours is stuck on the side of the road there. Uh, they think, of course, just like ha high gas prices, this would obviously affect worse the poorer neighborhoods where there's much more or less likely people buying yeah, any kind of electric vehicles. All these, free, all these freaking uh, progressives. None of this stuff works for, for the poor. None of it. Poor no, people because can't you think afford about any this, of this. Right. Even if they can afford a car, it's going to be like a used 1990-something. They can't afford even a used electric or hybrid car. That's way I'm, out of their their budgets. Yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm going to drive old cars till uh, till I drop dead. I'm not dealing with this nonsense. You're not going to find it. I got. I know a guy. He just told me he got a car. Like he bought it from his uh, from a friend of his. Right. Uh, uh, he bought it to, to resell it to someone, and so he had it for a time. And he says it gets it gets like fifty three miles to the charge. <laughs> fifty three miles. Fifty three. Yeah. To the to the full charge, he says it only goes fifty three miles, and then he's got to charge it up again. Is it a hybrid or an EV? It's a hybrid. Oh, I see. So it's a fifty three mile uh, charge, and then he's got to. And it has it, gas in it too. It has so gas in of, it too. Yeah, but right. Hybrid only takes over when you're like. Oh, he gets good mileage off the gas. It, right. it switches over to he hybrid get, power. He gets good mileage out of it, but I'm just saying the range isn't there for these things. Because the only one that people talk about is Tesla, and it's by far the most expensive, by the by far the, out of reach for most people in America. People can't spend a year's salary on a on a car, and, and, and you know what? It's not even discussed. I, there's a great story in the Wall Street Journal. I think we printed it out a few days ago. Just never got around to it. A woman uh, writer. She tries to drive with her friend from New Orleans to Chicago on an electric car. And it was the whole trip was a disaster. And it was finding charging stations. They don't exist, or when they exist, they don't work. Yeah, actually, you, you know, you, Tesla, it's too expensive, but they give you a whole map. They'll map out your whole route for you and right. show you where the charging stations are. And you can even see on the screen whether or not there's a wait. Yeah, I mean... You, or whether or not one of them's broken. You know what the median salary in this country, household median salary in this country is? It ain't much. It's 30, 40,000? Well, uh, th th that's, I think, uh, closer to the median single salary. But it's in the low 70s. Few, oh, for a family. For a family. For a family. The median salary. It means everybody working in the house in the low 70s. I, 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 most people have no, most people have huge credit card balances. They're, they're in debt. They're living from week to week. Then why are they quitting jobs at record rates? I don't know. I was talking about this with my sister today. She doesn't understand it either. All the people quitting jobs. I don't know. Oh, I, I heard in Virginia, the governor of Virginia is is, is telling all the workers you got to come in and work like at least three days a week. 
and uh, 300 workers said no, and they all quit. <laughs> I, I, well, I don't know. That because with everybody else quitting jobs, they can find something, right? Yeah, there's, I, there's a need. I think a moratorium in all the welfare programs, and then we'll see what that does to the, uh, the I was job talking situation. about this with somebody else today and said, well, I think some younger people are trying to make money off of social media. Well, selling themselves TikTok videos. And... Yeah, maybe that works. It's, it's a great career to have, right? I don't know if it's a long-term plan, yeah, but it I, works for now for I me. I don't know. When, you, when you're 45, I don't know if anybody's going to want you doing a dance on TikTok, but yeah, go ahead, try. Right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI. Well, today was quite the day for Joe Biden appearances. We had mentioned this earlier in the show. We're going to play it now. He They celebrated this new gun bill that he signed last month that was passed by in Congress, and uh, as you know, he got interrupted by the father of uh, a student at uh, the school in Parkland, Florida, who was killed in that uh, horrible shooting back in 2018. But apparently Joe didn't quite figure out the year that happened well. Here we go. Fort Hood, Texas, 2009. 13 dead, 30 more injured. Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida, 1918. 17 dead, 17 injured. In both places, countless others suffering with invisible wounds. In both places, red flag laws could have stopped both those shooters. 1918? He did. You didn't hear wrong. He did say that the Parkland shooting was 1918. When Joe was a young boy. Well, probably something that happened in childhood that he never forgot. 1918. He reads this off the teleprompter. Now, when 19 and a 20, they look quite different on a screen. It's not like it was 1916 versus yeah, 19. Well, who knows what he can see? I, I mean. <laughs> he also today appeared. We were mentioned earlier in the show. The Webb Space Telescope has sent back the first showing these images from that $10 billion space telescope, which has got images of galaxies. Um, he wondered what the press is like on those planets, those galaxies. Uh, the press? That's... Yeah, yeah. He's he's acting again like he's crucified by the press. And uh, oh, I see, I see. Which yeah. we believe he's given a pass for ninety percent of what he uh, his gaffes and his other horrible <laughs> to blame the press for the high inflation, all the other yeah. things. You know, Piers Morgan. You know that uh, British. Yeah, Post yeah he's a loudmouth idiot. Yeah, did you see his the column he wrote in the New York Post? He, no, he did a summary of uh, Biden's mental condition uh, using that New York Times story that we talked about earlier. Uh, he just went through a list of uh, describing Biden. He often shuffles when he walks. Staff is afraid he's going to trip on a wire. His speeches. Well, that's from the Times. Yeah, yeah, his speeches are quote flat and listless. He stumbles so often that staffers hold their breath to see if he makes it to the end. He says things like the U.S. is going to. Uh, respond military, militarily if China invades Taiwan or that Putin cannot remain in power. He, quote, sometimes loses his train of thought. He, quote, has trouble summoning names. He appears, quote, momentarily confused. He calls the vice president, President Harris. He confused Iran for Ukraine. He confused Senator Mark Warner for John Warner, who's dead. Uh, he tumbles off stationary bikes. He stays out of public view at night. He's in half as many news conferences as his predecessors. He's fallen asleep during global conferences. <laughs> it just goes on and on. Yeah. You guys are bad. Yeah. You still say he's not going to make it to 24? No. No. We're only a year and a half in. Oh, I know that. Two and a half years? Come on, man. I, 
But he's only 80. I mean, people live to 90. Longer. They live, yes. I'm not saying he's dead. But you think there's going to be an incredible, well, even more decline in his... Morgan uh, says uh, 25th Amendment, you know, where the cabinet gets together and votes him, uh, votes him yeah, out of office. Yeah, we heard that with Trump, and that didn't happen. Yeah, I mean, but, uh, it's honestly, the, the media loves that one. I know, I know. But, you know, in both cases, it might have been warranted. Uh, all right, we've got uh, Kelvin, Kelvin Washington. Yeah, they told you. You got to put it on the screen when new people come in. No, I get that, right? New, although we had we shared a moment last you, time. Yes, you came in uh, yeah. last time. Yeah. We did share a moment. Clearly, it meant more for one of us. No, I wanted to make sure I get it right. I didn't <laughs> want to call you Kevin. Uh, I, you know, it's Kelvin. I do appreciate that. Uh, I went four years of high school being called Kevin for my principal. Yeah. Did you ever get annoyed at the L? Uh, it's sometimes I actually wonder is it is silent now? Is it you know, is it like silent the G and lasagna? Like, what are we doing here that folks never see the L? And by folks, I mean my own family. They call me Calvin, though. Oh, they did. Oh, yeah. Calvin. Yeah, there's a lot of Calvin going Calvin. on. Calvin. Yeah. Really? That's tough when your own family gets your name wrong. And by the way, my father's name is Kelvin, too, Calvin. which makes it even crazier that my family calls me Calvin. <laughs> so it's either Calvin and Hobbs, Calvin Klein, you know, right, or, or sure. it's Kevin. And and and, by, and you can never get it right when you call, hey, I'd like a caramel macchiato, a little this, a little that. All right. And what's your name, please? Kelvin. Hmm? Kelvin. What was that? Kelvin. <laughs> Kyle? Kelvin. That's that's what I go through daily. <laughs> what's coming on the show? Lots going on. Uh, one of the things, of course, is, uh, and I think a lot of people are dealing with this in some capacity, is, of course, coronavirus reemerging. Everybody, remember when everyone thought, hey, if I get it now, in fact, let me just get it now so I can get it over with yeah. and I'll be good for six months, a year, yeah. five years, ten years, we don't really know. Yeah. Now, coronavirus is what we call in spinning the block, meaning it's turning around. <laughs> and it's turning around extremely fast now. Folks are getting sick again after possibly four weeks. And I so, saw that, four yeah. weeks. I worked with somebody who that happened. Now, this person is like the epitome. You know you have the hermit who has bunkered down yeah. for now two and a half. They said, I'm not doing it, I'm not moving. And then there's a perf perfect who didn't care at all. Mm -hmm. COVID, Schmovit, I'm out here in these streets. He was on that side of things. And he had it, went down bad, and then got it again four weeks later. So he had Alpha, Beta, Delta, just pick them all. <laughs> Spirit, American Airlines, all like he had, he had them all. So I do know someone who's gone through that. So we're going to talk about that as well as folks all of a sudden not res respecting Slurpee Day at 7-Eleven. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kelvin Washington yeah. coming up. In for Conway. And Andrew Calavera has the news. Did I blow that name too? You absolutely did. Congratulations. Uh, Andrew Caravella? Caravella, yeah. All right. You sound like a good dish. I wanted that. If you guys. <laughs> like, yeah, I'll have the Caravella. Yeah, let me have that. If you guys come back a second time. I'll get it right. John and Ken Show, KFI, KOST, HD2, Los Angeles, Orange County, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com.
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.